Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. There's that sweet sustain note. That's the one that lets you know it's time for Maximum News. My name is Michael Zampino. I'm TJ Clark. Holy shit. Uh, we took a week <laughs> off. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah, the world fell apart. Alvin Bragg really uh, uh, put the pedal to the metal and, and told us that this week's g- yeah. going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Trump came to Tulsa. Uh, woohoo! We have the... Uh, the president back in town again mm-hmm. at the BOK Center. Uh, my favorite response to the um, story was someone's comment that says, at least now he'll get to see what the BOK Center looks like with a crowd, <laughs> um, which good. is objectively hilarious. That's great. Yeah. Um, and my <laughs> mine was, oh, maybe this time he'll get COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Kane, he baby. killed Herman Cain, yeah. brought, brought him to Tulsa, and yeah. he got killed by covid sure i'm sure it was bittersweet for him coming back here i'm sure he had some moments oh sure sure quiet trump moments i also wrote that it's funny that uh that trump is in in town uh for for what he had to have uh at one point been disappointed (laughs) to realize is the boring kind of wrestling when's that kid grab a steel chair yeah he's like when's the rock coming out (laughs) where's vince where's my good buddy vince mcmahon whose wife i put in my cabinet <laughs> yep, that's yeah. right. The uh that's wife right. <laughs> the wife of the owner of the World Wrestling Entertainment who has their own uh movie studio, uh who has all this was the head of small was uh small business. That sounds right. Yeah, she was <laughs> Yeah. Makes sense. hilarious. Yeah, that dude did not like have any shame about just putting her over the fuck you want in position. Oh, for sure. I get the best people. I know the best yeah. people. They're the best. They're so good. <laughs> like, essentially, yeah, for what you really want them to do, which is dismantling small oh, businesses yeah. no, to funnel great. all the money yeah. up. Yeah, they're good at that. But just like the guy he put in charge of the EPA here, like an oil dude, like, hey, protect oh, yeah. the environment. Absolutely. Um, the guy who who uh, is, what is it, uh, DeJoy, the guy who's destroying the Postal Service? Oh, the postal Service, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Fuck. It's still pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, it is. <laughs> I think, isn't he still there anymore. somehow, or I'm did like, they just get rid of him? Mill. Yeah, I forget. After the election, I don't know. Either he was like, forgot about the post office again. <laughs> yeah, right. We were like, okay, first things first. We're like one thing at a time. Fuck. All right, we saved democracy. Now we'll see yeah, you. We temporarily saved Christmas democracy. Card. Now let's get an infrastructure <laughs> bill. Uh, at least we got the infrastructure bill. Yeah. Which I will say, uh, there was a story recently, and I don't know if we touched on it uh, last week or, or on our last episode, but there was a local picture going around of a bridge on Twenty First and, and Harvard, I believe, under. Uh, or in between oh, Harvard yeah. and Lewis, anyway, Harvard, think, and the yeah. Broken Arrow, which is right, right by me, and I drive, uh, I drive over and under that thing all the time. And uh, someone's comment was, um, "Oh, lol, we can spend a hundred and whatever billion dollars in uh, Ukraine, but we can't fix the bridges here." Um, and my response was, <laughs> uh, first of all, we literally just got the money." From the infrastructure bill, yeah, we just got it, eighty-five million, whatever that was allocated to us. Yeah, we just fucking got it. <laughs> um, also, we can do both. Yeah, that was yeah. like, is it's it not like it all comes from the same pot? We need yeah. to fix this bridge in Tulsa, or should we send Ukraine some more? Exactly, it's an, exactly. It's not a choice <laughs> of one or. It's yeah. such a stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, th- that bill, I think, uh, you know, if, if all that money is is properly allocated, could, is is going to yeah. actually, we will see some visible changes for God, good. We need it. No shit, right? And, and remember how much Trump railed on infrastructure for so fucking long? Most of his fucking uh, campaign 
Biden presidency was about, oh, the crumbling infrastructure, the crumbling infrastructure, <laughs> yeah. crumbling infrastructure. But what did you do for it? Fucking nothing. Uh, nothing. We deregulated the banks. Yeah. So that so that and, and you know, obviously we're going to get to the to the bigger <laughs> stuff. But yeah. I mean, you had a, a, a bank full of uh, venture capitalists um, go under and uh, basically because of the gross deregulation that allowed their CEOs to, um, you know, as, and I, I'm just learning the intricacies of this, but my wife's helping me understand. She <laughs> yeah, actually same. did a re really good job of explaining <laughs> earlier about how, you know, uh, banks, um, have to keep their risks and securities separate and, and, yeah. and, and how the regulations made it to where they didn't have to do that, you know, under a certain amount of money. And so basically it allowed these CEOs to uh, profit from very short term things that would essentially implode the bank, but it allowed them to pocket a shit ton of uh, money in the short term mm -hmm. and essentially by sabotaging their own fucking companies. Yeah. Um, and that should be Rich illegal. Should. Rich <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But now you've got uh, uh, <laughs> my favorite thing, though, is that now you've got the the right wing uh branch of uh, media and and the house and whoever really is is attempting to blame the collapse of this bank on them uh investing in dei uh <laughs> diversity you know what diversity in, in uh what bank woke bank. oh yeah 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 woke <laughs> banks yeah exactly woke banking you know how banks are classically woke <laughs> yeah I wish my bank was broke. I wish my my card was like, no, I'm not letting you get any Chick Fil A. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. That'd be great if your I bank. Want a woke bank. It's yeah. like it knows where the money comes from. It's like, nope, I can't let you spend your money here. Yeah, that's a woke bank. That's a bank yeah, I can I get. I want my... that bank. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> no shit, right? Like opt into that feature. Yeah, that'd be great. Like the vote with your wallet feature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's start a bank. Let's do it, man. I mean, it seems at least like we can make money short term. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it's I don't know enough. There's probably hardly any laws about it, right? I I don't know enough about banking um personally, I'm but right. I do know that um uh that <laughs> I I do know that training one's staff on uh on diversity uh <laughs> you know, yeah. equity and inclusion, right? That's DEI, right? Mm -hmm. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm -hmm. I don't think um, that that is uh, what led to the the near <laughs> criminal behavior right. of uh, yeah it's not so like not having a CFO for a good chunk of time bank. like yeah. yeah their risk they they had six months where they uh, they had let go their uh, risk uh, analysis or, or oh, whatever yeah. the uh, term is for the position right. but the person in charge of, of analyzing their risks yeah uh, and then they didn't have one for six straight months they just didn't hire one seems intentional <laughs> yeah that's super woke <laughs> yeah but we'll anyway, think. of course, the main story this week uh, is, of course, the uh, the district attorney in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg. Um, oh. He did not outright come and say that uh, that indictments were coming, but Donald Trump, in classic Trump form, yeah. in an attempt to blow up the narrative and sort of scoop himself, mm -hmm. uh, came out on on uh, on Great Value Twitter and said. Uh, <laughs> And said that he will be arrested on Tuesday, uh, which, as you're hearing this, will be tomorrow, if you're hearing this day of. Um, and, you know, I got to give it to him. It is a smart strategic move on his, you know, from from what he's trying to get out of it, yeah. as far as, like, why he would uh, come out and say, I'm going to be arrested before the DA comes out and says it. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, the classic getting ahead of the narrative. And, um, but this time he's coming out and, and straight up calling for protests. Wow. And there's a lot, he said, you know, um, come, you know, everybody come out and protest to save our nation or something like that. Cause he's getting arrested. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's a, everybody speculating on what he means by that. And you know what I mean? Uh. Like, like, what do you think that that he's hoping to gain from calling for protests and, quote, save yeah, our exactly. nation? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe what he's had success with before. <laughs> Let me look to the calendar and see what date I have where this was a exactly. successful plan. So my and what I said is, you know, somebody was like, oh, they're hoping that that uh, or that Trump is hoping that they'll interfere with the process. Yeah. <clears throat> and I said, I think more specifically, Trump is the type of dude 
where he's literally picturing a bunch of hillbillies <laughs> strapping chains yeah. to the side uh, or to the bars of the window and pulling the wall down of the jail and busting him out like cartoon style. Like that's what I think he's hoping for is like, yeah. I'm going to get arrested and they're going to straight up march in there and bust me out and carry me out on their shoulders. What if <laughs> they do though? Rudy. Like, like what if they do? How do you, how do you run for president? <laughs> I mean, if they, really do that then and i i a lot of dumb hillbillies are going to get shot <laughs> <laughs> and then the back the blue is really going to be in a lot of a lot of trouble then because they're going to have a, a lot yeah. of choices to be made yeah um but Ugh. yeah i i think there's a there's a different person in charge of the military right now and the the federal government mm-hmm. considering that um in preparation for this and the way we kind of knew this was coming um even before trump scooped it was that um there has been calls for a lot of heightened security in new york for this coming week um including up to the fbi joint terrorism task force has been asked to be on heightened alert for new york for this week um which if you know, if you're not reading in between the lines of what that means, the FBI Joint Terrorism yeah. Task Force yeah. means domestic terrorism totally. is what they are foreseeing as a possibility. The possibility of domestic terrorism is when you bring in the FBI Joint <laughs> Terrorism Task Force to New York yeah. for a potential state charge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's y- intense, dude. Yeah. Uh, wh- why do you think that? Um, if you were to guess why this is finally coming from District Attorney Alvin Bragg as opposed to uh, Merrick Garland or the the Federal Justice Department, because I have a theory, but I don't know how far it goes or how you know. Because this is the, which case specifically? So this, this is, is for the, the hush money case. Okay, yes, this yeah. is the hush money case with Stormy Daniels, yeah. um, which um, it, I'll I'll just tell you my is, theory is. Okay, so Mayor Garland's had this info for a long time. And historically, or I mean, we know that Alvin Bragg has had this for a long time because two people under Alvin Bragg at one point resigned in protest because he hadn't yet brought charges for this shit. Yeah. Um, You know, which begs the question, why now? But at the same time, there's been a lot of questions of why him as opposed to Merrick Garland. Yeah. My theory is, is that Merrick Garland knows that should somehow Trump wind up back in the presidency, that state charges are not subject to federal pardons. Oh, nice. So he couldn't in theory, pardon himself or <laughs> yeah. another Republican president. You yeah. know, if even say he didn't get it, say he does get thrown in jail, Ron DeSantis wins the presidency, God forbid. Yeah. And then he could not uh pardon him. Yeah. You know, in theory a a governor could, uh, but then you would have to have that, you know, which if he was <laughs> indicted in Florida for the Mar-a-Lago case. How interesting that would be. <laughs> but here's the other thing too is that yeah. now we're so let's say Trump's indicted on Tuesday but he's in Mar-a-Lago, right? Mm. Who's in charge of the expedition process from <laughs> from Florida to New York? Yeah. Ron DeSantis. Yeah. So, I mean, we're already going to be like, what's he going to do? You know, yeah. he's been fucking attacking him and calling him Meatball Ron and Ron DeSanctis. He, yeah. Which he shortened to Sanctimonious to DeSanctis, and it's really stupid. DeSanctis means nothing. That means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so what, what happens whenever he needs to be extradited yeah. from Florida? <laughs> Maybe he's still in Oklahoma. Maybe he's actually hiding. In I mean, Oklahoma is that why DeSantis has been like not saying shit against Trump this whole time? Is because he's like, oh, the second he gets indicted, I'm going to boot his ass to New York so fucking fast. Do you think he will though? If he's he's trying to woo Trump supporters, so I think he wants Trump. That's to why fuck I think it's a own. tough deal. I think it's like, which is the same thing. I think Merrick Garland. Like, I think he's. There's an argument to be made on on whether it helps or hurts him in a presidential candidacy. Uh, to because it's like a what if it actually you know takes trump out of the running and then he can't run um but then if it doesn't and you just turned all of his voters against you yeah 
you're pretty much yeah, fucked. If you're DeSantis, you you have to you have to win over some Trump voters, and you or you have to make hope that Trump becomes uh, ineligible to run, and then you his voters just have to vote for him. Right. I guess. But then again, you know, DeSantis for all his for his shit voice, yeah. his fucking super cringy voice, and everything that's wrong with him, I do think that he's at least smart and savvy enough to know that if he does fight extradition for Trump that the federal government is not going to take kindly to that. And that, yeah. that, you know, I don't know what, as far as the legalities of, of a governor acting in defiance of something like that, I don't know how that works, Yeah, you know, in, on the inside, but it, it we'll feels like out. there's, I was going to say, it feels like there's some steps that the government would yeah. be able to take to say, uh, Hey man, you're harbor, you know, you're harboring a fucking, uh, yeah. a, a, a fugitive of justice. <laughs> yeah. And, and it'll be real interesting to find out. I know. I this shit has never I'm been done very before. excited for this week. Like, <laughs> And I think what, and it might be smart that New York is handling it, because I think my theory about Merrick Garland not being as involved or New York doing it first is just because of, like, everyone, all the conservative criticism, of course, is that the Justice Department is politicized weaponized. and weaponized. Yeah. So I think Garland is just trying to stay back as much as possible. And if... Fair. And if like maybe let let New York like test the waters. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is but like I do I, I did hear strategically it's bad that like the, the Stormy Daniels one is the first one that's going up, you know. Yeah, that, uh, I, I, I do kind of wish that 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 Fonnie Willis would have gotten hers out first in Georgia. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like that's a much uh, a much bigger issue. But at the same time, I think we're delving into those waters where um you're dealing with a group of people that uh aren't not necessarily aren't capable, but aren't willing to be or to use rational thought around most of totally. these things. So I don't know that it matters mm -hmm. to the, to to the Trump base which indictment came where, because yeah. for them, the weaponization of the federal government, they don't see the difference between that and <laughs> Alvin Bragg yeah, and Fonnie totally. Willis. They think that that is also the it's federal government weaponizing the Justice Department. Biden and Democrats. Right. Yeah. That's Biden telling these people to go after Trump. It's it's George Soros, fun, which <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that in his Great Value tweet that Trump said something about <laughs> no, George Soros funding the whole fucking thing. Mm. Um, Jesus Christ! I can't believe they're using the same same talking points, the same boogeyman as before, right? <laughs> as they have for years. I mean, George Soros is such a reach at this point. <laughs> yeah, is he still alive? I, I believe he's still with us, <laughs> but like, well, what are they gonna do when he passes <laughs> yeah. on? Or like uh, Hillary? They're still gonna. I'm surprised we don't have Hillary's name still. Yeah, no joke, right? I was gonna she look. She's held office in like a decade. <laughs> yeah, they'll still bring her up though. Yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah, they're real. They're real. Uh, they're real bummed out that they can't. That they're not talking about Hunter's laptop as much right now. <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's see. So we got the calls for protest. Uh, oh, Trump's lawyer went on Ari Melber and had a very uh, interesting oh, yeah. conversation. Listen to me. If Trump and I think I've mentioned it once before on this show, Trump going after the most Italian, the the most <laughs> greasy Italian stereotype lawyers possible uh this guy uh takapino is his name <laughs> i believe first of all the man like look i know i talk with my hands a lot <laughs> right but there's talking with your hands mm -hmm. and then there's there's um touching people and grabbing <laughs> things um at one point ari brings up the fact that Trump denied knowing about the payment to Stormy Daniels. And it goes to the famous clip of him on Air Force One and the reporter asks, did you know about the $130 payment to Stormy Daniels from Michael Cohen? He says, no, outright, no, I did not know about that. <laughs> yeah. We now know that he absolutely did know about it because he signed the check, mm -hmm. he, you know, reimbursed him. He, he knew about it. We know he knew about it. It's now proven, right? Yeah. And Ari's like, that's a lie. And Trump's lawyer says, that's not a lie. A lie is something, a lie is something uh, tangible in court. And he's like, I didn't say perjury. I said a lie. And he said, well, here's the thing. Trump has a confidentiality agreement around that case. So he can't, uh, he can't admit knowing about it. 
Denying knowing about it, <laughs> spoiler alert, is just as concrete. Okay, yeah. that's just as definitive yeah. an answer as yes. Yeah. Yes, you are making a definitive statement about knowing about it one way or the other. So that's a a, yes. So, but but while he's saying that it's not a crime, Ari brings up the piece of paper and goes, or he says, "Not a lie." He goes, "It's it's not a lie." He pulls up a piece of paper and he goes, "He's asked," and the guy reaches across the table, tries to grab the paper out of Ari's hands. And say, we don't need that. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't want him to read from the actual <laughs> quote because you're trying to. Uh, and uh, look, all That's I got to say is that if this, if what that man said on Ari Melber mm-hmm. is one ounce of what they're going to attempt to use as a defense in court, Trump is fucked. <laughs> like, it yeah. was bad. I'm yeah. not a lawyer. And I'm pretty sure Ari Melber is a lawyer or was a lawyer. Like, yeah. I think he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's a law person, comes from law. But yeah, he basically like tore this guy apart with his <laughs> bullshit argument. Um, and, and, and when I say tore him apart, I mean that in, in the way that that someone who's actually gotten Trump's lawyer to come on their show mm-hmm. would in that, you know, it, he wasn't as hard on him as he could have been. Sure. But, but, you know, you ride that line of you never get somebody ever to come back if <laughs> yeah. you're too if you're too tough on him. Yeah. You know, which is that thing with with like John Stewart's interviews where I'm like, when are they going to stop giving him the interviews? Because <laughs> yeah. they know he's not going to lob him softballs and shit. Yeah. You know, um, but thank God he's still getting the interviews. He just had a great one uh, with I can't remember the guy's name, but he was from the Fed. Uh, talking about inflation and oh, causes cool. and, uh, of inflation and shit like that, and just really dispelling the myth of uh, of you know inflation. Um, like he was basically comparing the, the uh, talking about, or he, the guy was trying to blame this the in current inflation on the stimulus payments to oh, the yeah. to the American people and stuff like that. Yeah. And John Stewart brought up a lot of facts about the comparison of the of the recovery from the 08 financial crisis versus the COVID financial crisis and it was markedly different because during one, you know, they just you fixed the banks and whatever and and just gave them money and then in the other one they gave the american people money and that stimulated the economy and yeah. all the job loss went right back up and you know it was and yeah anyways it basically boiled down to this guy was like well i mean you know no we can't raise wages to fix inflation <laughs> anyways <laughs> But yeah. at some point, those guys are going to stop coming on the show. So I think that's why you know they're not as they're not as tough as they can be. Yeah. But um, but yeah, if that if that's the attempted defense, oh man, is is basically saying like, yes, he lied, but he had to lie because of a confidentiality agreement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like saying uh, he's a secret spy, so he can't. Right. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It's like okay, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that if you're bound by a confidentiality agreement to not comment on something that the proper response isn't to lie no and say, no, I'm, I'm forced to lie. I can't say yes, but I can say no. Yeah. It's a no comment or a, I, I'm not able to speak on that at this time. I'm yeah. not able to comment on that at this time or yeah, just no comment, but no is just as definitive an answer, man. Like, and I, that's where, that's yeah. where I'm like, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure any judge is going to be like, <laughs> nobody, sorry. That's not, that's not yeah. going to hold up here. Maybe that's why they're going on with it. Maybe it's just like, this thing is, is open and shut. This is going to be the easiest, easiest case. I mean, but probably not. Well, and this guy is just, I feel like a, a an example of, of the bottom of the barrel that Trump's having to scrape to oh, get yeah, lawyers, lawyers willing to yeah. fucking defend him. Yeah. And even this, this guy, it. even this guy who like, again, makes me fucking super embarrassed to be Italian. <laughs> like even this scumbag <laughs> is like uh, when Ari asked him, would you defend Donald Trump in the January 6th? Uh, trial like boy he would he it was real hard for him to say to say yes he was basically like well it depends on the charge <laughs> which is basically him being like oh, fuck Ooh, no probably that? not yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like i'll defend this hush money payment because it's basically a i mean it's not quite a misdemeanor but it ain't fucking overturning the american <laughs> democracy yeah oh vey. these idiots <laughs> well to be a uh 
defense attorney in New York, knowing you're probably going to be working with Trump soon. <laughs> I mean, basically, eventually you think he's going to be down to like public defenders because there's no like, there's going to be nobody that you could hire that's going to willingly take the job. It's going to be like some 23 year old. It's going to be somebody that is forced to take the case. Yeah. Because nobody else Sweating. will do it willingly. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be, and, uh, there was uh, something we watched. Becky and I were watching a, uh, it was like a 2020 era dateline. And this chick's attorney, this, and I don't, I, I, I still did not get a, a definitive answer as to why this happened, but this defense attorney gave no opening statement, <laughs> right? No opening statement, which is fucking unheard of. <laughs> it is unheard of to give no opening statement. Let's in, just get in, right in into a, this. <laughs> yeah, he just, nothing. He was, it was, nope, your honor, I'm waving uh, opening statement. <laughs> Let's just get this right? shit over with. Then the prosecution lays out their case for whatever, a day or two, however many days. Then it comes to the defense's time to to raise their defense. The defense rests, Your Honor. No witnesses, no cross, nothing, right? I feel like if you get forced to take that case, that is your only uh, avenue. It's just like, I'm not going to say I'm I'm here to represent this client, but I'm not going to give him a vigorous defense. Yeah. Like, no, we're. No, in in reality, I mean, that's just uh, all all Becky and I thought was, wow, they just gave that lady an ineffective uh, assistance of counsel defense to get a new trial. Um, So you you definitely can't do that. So, yeah. You have to actually attempt to defend <laughs> your client. Uh, I'm pretty sure you are not allowed Maybe to. Maybe that is, is not Trump's try. final defense when he when he goes down. He's going to be like, "Oh, this guy didn't represent." Ineffective him. assistance of counsel. Yeah. It's hard to prove that though. There's a pretty high bar you have to meet. Like yeah. you have to really, really prove that they did not. Uh, you know, you can't just be like, like uh, you can't just be like, I them. lost, therefore it was ineffective <laughs> assistance. Yeah, <laughs> he you didn't suck. Yeah. I lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that in Trump's mind, that's you know, that's all it would take for <laughs> yeah. him. But then, yeah, a lawyer is going to be like, "No, you're fired. Retry me again. <laughs> yeah, do it again." Fuck, this is going to be so insane. Yeah. I'm, I'm so interested, and well, you know, I, I'm, I'm very interested, obviously, to see, um, you know, uh, there is the chance that Trump will willingly give himself up, which is what he almost made it sound like yeah. um, in, in his thing. But at the same time, the questions arising about, you know, what if he's in Florida? Um, does he bring himself to New York or, or does he fight it? Uh, I'm very interested to it. see what will happen day of. You know what I mean? Because he, he he great value tweeted that the, that he's going to be arrested the other day, which makes it sound like maybe he's going in willingly. But yeah. whether he feels that way day of, you know, this is an impulsive motherfucker. I was gonna say, do you think we'll see, we probably won't see him in in handcuffs? <laughs> not if not unless he fights it. If he yeah. if he gives himself up, I, there's no chance that we no. see him in handcuffs. Yeah, we all. might still get a mugshot potentially because he will be processed. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the 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 chances of them actually putting physical hands of handcuffs on him is pretty slim. I feel like. Well, that be that won't be the first presidential mugshot. Surely, there's been other presidents who had mugshots, right? I am almost positive that it will be the first presidential mugshot. <laughs> I, I believe if any president like after has, they were president. I was going to say, I believe if a president may have a mugshot, it's from before like they D- were president. W. Bush had a few <laughs> DUIs, probably. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to laugh at that, but that's, not, that's right. Wasn't he? Didn't he have like a few? Uh, See, I don't know if he ever had to get a mugshot <laughs> taken because his yeah. dad was the fucking governor. <laughs> that's true. Oh, man, I really wanted to look up presidential mugshots. <laughs> That's my new Twitter account, by the way. Presidential mugshots. Presidential mugshots. <laughs> uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. going to be the same one God, of Trump that, every day. That makes me want to puke every time I say it. Senator oh, I know. Mark Wayne Mullen. I know, I forget. He is a United States Senator. Not a state senator. Mm, United States. Not a House of Representatives. A Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Uh, last week, while we were off, he got into it uh, with uh, the head of uh, the head of a union. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean O'Brien was his name, the head of uh, the Teamsters, International uh, Teamsters. Brotherhood of Teamsters. Yeah, um, they got into it. Let's just play a little bit of this exchange, and then we'll talk about it. All righty. Thank you, ranking member. Um, thank you, everybody, for being here. And I, I want to make a, a very clear: Whoops. I'm not against unions. I'm not at all. Uh, some of my very good friends work for unions. Some of my very uh, good friends work hard and they do a good job. <laughs> um, and so my statements, please don't make 
uh, an assumption that I'm anti-union. But I also want to set the record straight. All three of you guys have talked about employers being intimidated, intimidating their employees. But you guys haven't ever spoke about when the unions try to unionize, the intimidation they have to other people that aren't wanting to unionize. You guys don't mention that. Because see, I started with nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, I started below nothing. And I started growing this little plumbing company with six employees to now we have over 300 employees. And back in 2009, you guys tried to unionize me. My guys were making money. They were getting paid more than the union halls were paying their plumbers. Our benefits were better. But because we started bidding jobs that were union jobs and winning those, union pipe fitters decided they were going to come after us. They would show up at my house. They'd be Aww. leaning up against my Aww. trucks. I'm not afraid of a physical confrontation. In fact, sometimes I look forward to it. He loves talking about how he can I'm, fight. That's not my problem. But when you're doing that to my employees, and then when, they, when that didn't work, they started picketing our job site, saying, shame on Mullen. Shame mm -hmm. on Mullen. Yeah. For what? For not letting your employees unionize, you piece of because shit. Because we were paying higher wages? You weren't, though. Because we had better benefits, and we wasn't requiring them to pay your guys' absorbent weren't. salaries? <laughs> you talk about CEOs that are making all this money? And what do you make, Mr. O'Brien? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, I know what you make, because in 2019, your salary was, um, what is this, 193000 I'm sure you got some pay raises since then. Yeah, when I was a And the average UPS driver, the feeder driver, makes... Thirty-five thousand a year. That's and what do you bring? That's to the inaccurate. Table? Hold on a second. That's inaccurate. State no, facts. I've got it right here. State facts. That's inaccurate. The average UPS feeder driver makes thirty-five thousand. If you don't know your facts, then maybe you should. Oh, I, I know them because I negotiate the contract. So I say, I say one thing to you. What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah. What do you, What do you, What job have you committed or have you have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job other than sucking the paycheck out of some other body, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues? And no, then, we don't force them. Senator, you've asked the you're question. You're out of line. Let man. Actually, the I question. have it, and no, don't tell me I'm out you of line. You are out of line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. Well, you, you frame, don't tell me. I'm frame, a, you frame, you frame third, the statement you like a tough guy. You shut your mouth yeah. because you don't know you're what you're talking about. You're going to tell me to shut my mouth? Yes, I did. Hold it. Hold it. Tough guy. I'm not afraid of physical. Hold it. But don't sit there and tell me I'm out of line. I love it. I wish I wish Bernie Sanders would have been like you did it. You, did you know what? Go up there and whoop his ass. The question. <laughs> what was it? Let him answer. It was rhetorical. You may think it's rhetorical. It, it sounded rhetorical. to me like a question. Let him answer the question. I'm not yielding my time to him. So if you're going to let me keep my time, that's fine. You'll have your time. Let him. You ask Here's a question. question. He has so, a right to answer that. As far as my salary goes. My salary, if you follow me around, I walk, I actually look at this building. I bet you I work more hours than you do, twice that's, as many hours. That's impossible. But no, that is, that's true. Sir, you don't secondly, know what hard work is. Secondly, if you want to follow yeah. my schedule, be Secondly, be, I'll do it in follow. a minute. Secondly, I'll do it in a minute. Drivers, <laughs> and you can quote uh, Carol Tomei, who quoted this. They make 93000 on the lower end. Some of them make 150000 I said feeder drivers. Feeder drivers, tractor trailer drivers. Some of them make $150,000 per year. Some of them do. And I don't disagree with that. Most of them make over. Most four, of them after you've been there four years. Most of them make over a thousand. Okay. Uh, most of them make over a hundred thousand. So reclaiming my time, I go back to the whole fact that, sir, you haven't created a job. We haven't. You haven't been there. You have. <laughs> All right, let's pause this. You haven't. Because uh, let's get into a couple of the things. Okay. So first of all, Mullen says he started with less than nothing. Less than nothing. Yeah. He inherited the company from his father at 20. <laughs> he took over the company from his father at 20. Less, less so than less than nothing. Yeah, a whole ass business. Definitely less than nothing. Um, and then at one point, he claims uh, later in the interview, uh, he, he, he asked Mullen what, what, you, what his salary was or what he's claiming his salary was. Yeah. And Mark Wayne Mullen claims that he uh, 
only brings in fifty thousand uh, dollars. <laughs> that he only paid himself a salary of fifty thousand dollars because he quote put every penny back into his business, um, even though his uh, financial disclosures say that uh, his salary was uh, nearly ninety two thousand dollars in twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, um, the year he was first elected to Congress, um, he has claimed over two hundred thousand uh, dollars in his salary. Um, or excuse me, uh, let's see. Yes, he reported between $200,000 and $2 million in income in 2012 from two family companies, Mullen Plumbing Incorporated and Mullen Plumbing West, wow. and another fifteen dollars to $50,000 from shares he held in a bank. In 2011, he also made well over $50,000 when his base salary was over $77,000 and his other income from the same two businesses was still well over $200,000. <laughs> so this guy's a multi-million dollar turd monger <laughs> and he's up here bitching about unions yeah. because he fucking knows, knows he's not paying his people what they're worth. Yeah. He knows that he's doing all of these things to avoid having to do that yeah. because that makes him more money. And his whole fucking persona, when like, and I hope that if you are listening to that, that uh, that among the things that you take away from it is the amount of un under preparedness, the the yeah. the lack of knowledge within his own statements that's audible <laughs> in the yeah. way that he speaks, the words he chooses to use, they let you know that he doesn't really know enough about what he's saying to make this argument. Totally. He's just throwing out bullet points that were fed to him by, you know, whoever. And it's an area he should honestly know it. Like, he should know unions and dealing with unions and uh, he shouldn't have to throw out random bullshit numbers if he has a real argument about it. Exactly. If there's a genuine argument of why it's bad, then you should be throwing that out. But yeah. it's but it's but instead he's literally it's the usual. reason why unions exist. He's a boss. <laughs> he's yeah. the owner he's of an a owner company. Of a company. Like, and every no time surprise. I see Oh yeah, you're you're not for unions. Every time I see a Mullen plumbing van in town, all I want to do is like give him the roll down the window motion and be like, sorry, your boss sucks shit. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> uh, but this guy, yeah, and especially, you know, like you said, the the how quick he is to, to talk about how he likes to fight or how he knows oh, how always, to fight. Always. Like, that is just typical little man syndrome like you know what i mean yeah. it's it's that cocky... talk about how he fights i think about that picture of him hiding behind the pew. yeah same <laughs> same yeah same thing god i love that picture me too but it, it's it's a classic this this you know macho fucking cowboy yeah. you know image of what it means to be a man means that you have to let people know that I could fight you. I could beat you in a fight. Yeah, it's important. I like it. It's important that you know that I could beat you in a fight. Because if I'm you make a man. Me mad enough, I'm going to pull out my fist. I'm a man in my 40s. I don't maybe have the words 50s. to my fist do the talking. Like, seriously, what, 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 what inside of you is. Senator Fist. <laughs> Senator Mark Wayne. Mark Wayne Fist. <laughs> Mark Wayne M Muskets. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I, his dumb face. I don't wear a tie. I don't wear. I don't wear a jacket. Yeah, he's put, he's trying to pull the Jim Jordan. Like, uh, look yeah. at me. I'm I'm too busy for a jacket. I'm <laughs> too busy working. You don't even roll your sleeves up, you fucking manager. <laughs> yeah, roll your sleeves up so you can dig in the toilet and pull out those turds. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention was uh, uh, the the tweet from Kevin McCarthy, oh, yeah. uh, basically dump, trying to dump more fuel on the fire for the potential uh, violence oh, the, in this yeah, upcoming yeah. week. Uh, yeah, Kevin McCarthy tweeted uh, on March 18th, here we go again, an outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against President Trump. I'm directing relevant committees to immediately investigate if federal funds are being used to subvert our democracy by interfering in elections with politically motivated prosecutions. So he's basically saying, I'm going to sick Jim Jordan's new weaponization committee after this investigation to go after the, the, the funding for the investigation. 
which is just fucking ridiculous. Like because you know they're 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 gonna somehow try and tie some sort of uh, federal fund that goes to the state that then gets used by the district attorney's office mm-hmm. for you know. I, I imagine it will be something as trivial as like the the stationery that they're using is is you know federally funded and and they're going to yeah. say that that is the that it's the Biden administration funding political peer pers- prosecutions of their you know enemies yeah um but Jesus fucking Christ saying that this is abuse of a power by a radical DA a radical DA who had two people resign in protest <laughs> yeah, because wouldn't. of him not bringing charges against Trump fast enough. I never understand how conservatives have such a hard on for laws, but when our uh, you know ex president like just like everyone knows the story like they're mad because he's getting in trouble for paying off hush money. They're just you know I mean? like, like it's like it's so they're obvious. just mad that he's being held accountable. It's not like it's some bullshit thing that they like made up. Like everyone oh, yeah. knows he did. It's this. provable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my and favorite like, was that the, about my favorite like, was the 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 and I don't remember when it was, but when Trump like very briefly tried to say that like he 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 never fucked Stormy Daniels because <laughs> oh, yeah. he like wasn't into her. Come <laughs> come on, nobody's buying that, bro. Even your base isn't buying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're the grabber by the pussy guy you're saying you didn't take the opportunity to fuck stormy daniels no way no (laughs) way that's true yeah yeah you fucking idiot but anyways kevin mccarthy saying something like this is only putting fuel on the fire and it is a it is a move that can only be described i mean the the only reason he's doing this that makes sense to me because before him getting the speakership he was a somewhat he had some rational moments, like the moment when he actually did say that Trump was accountable for January 6th mm-hmm. before he went down and kissed the ring. <laughs> yeah. Because he realized, oh shit, these people will murder oh, me. Man. So I think that this may be a tweet that's sort of under duress yeah. because he is sort of being held hostage. Oh, yeah. It's his speakership by the Gates and the Boberts and the Greens. Oh, man. You yeah. know, those this are the ones that lost. are basically controlling his speakership. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy's nothing but a, a puppet now, for sure. Like, it wouldn't be... It would not... If <laughs> I would believe you if you told me that Matt Gates is running Kevin McCarthy's Twitter. <laughs> that Kevin like McCarthy that. just gave yeah, over his Twitter. That was Twitter. one of the concessions. He's like, we, we run you your just Twitter run my, account. Yeah, yeah, you can run my Twitter account <laughs> if you let me be speaker. Wow, what a coward. What a fucking coward. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else do we got? Also, makes Nancy, like Nancy Pelosi, look just like a fucking badass in, oh, it, in retrospect. Every moment he is speaker, it shows how good she was at her job. It really does. Like, it I think really we, does. We took her advantage, you know. Like, yeah, we uh, took her for granted. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because now it's just like, wow. I think in January 6th, she really showed like those like footage that came out afterwards you know mm-hmm. we saw like that she was one of the only ones like and i didn't support action. everything pelosi did i'm not no, one of those yeah. people that's like oh i see why she got on people but she did the job yeah incredibly efficiently yeah whether you liked her or not you cannot and take away that she did the job well totally and she didn't like suffer any fools <laughs> like bullshit either right like <laughs> yeah yeah she was like the <laughs> the judge judy of the <laughs> like, yeah I mean, she wasn't that sad. Like, yeah, uh, still my favorite. Yeah. She was much more <laughs> passive aggressive than Judge Judy, but like, uh, it had that that energy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we have uh, more uh, heads of Republican parties. Uh, state Republican parties are are you know adding their changing their Republican their the chairs oh, yeah. of their Republican parties. Uh, we now have Colorado, Michigan, and Kansas have all installed election deniers as their uh, state Republican chairs, um, which means that they're the people running the uh, Republican Party campaign strategies mm-hmm. and all that stuff within the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this morning on Meet the Press, um, you know, I think Chuck Todd is a big softy on interviews, and I hate I hate how, how, how he never holds people's feet yeah. to the fire. Yeah. Um, but I will say that there there's some segments where he does some good good work as far as pointing out little things like uh, he pointed out the statistical difference between uh, election deniers and their effect on uh, the um, primaries versus general election. Uh-huh. And that in the primaries, election deniers had an overall throughout the country, an overall 
plus 2% advantage against their opponents if they were an election deniers. However, they had a negative 0.23% in a general election where it hurt them in a general election. Mm -hmm. So basically you've got more people like banking on somehow the election denialism (laughs) becoming more mainstream and more popular. And it's just a real gamble at this point, you know, and then they broke it down like by race and like Carrie Lake was obviously the closest where it was only 0.7%. It hurt her by 0.7%. But she only lost the race by like three percent. Mm-hmm. So in reality, like maybe not being an election denier would have won her the race. <laughs> but then you got like Mastriano, where the difference was like fourteen percent. Yeah, wow. You know, where like yeah, Mastriano got smashed. Thank God, because he was a fucking nut. Yeah, yeah, that guy was insane. So yeah, anyways, ballsy moves by Colorado, Michigan, and Kansas at this point. By yeah. by by real, I mean at this point, are you quadrupling down? Like, how oh, many yeah. times have we like? All right, still. double or nothing. Here we yeah, go. I can't believe still, and we're now about to like have another election. About to, but you know, it's like we're already like, in campaign season. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, we're about to have another one. It's uh, like they have to sustain the lie to because it's part of their campaign mess. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it is insane to think of how how you would as a party backtrack from uh, from all this. Yeah, you know, like how how would you at at, at any point now, you know that the lie's gone too deep. You can't just be like, uh, okay, look, we fucked up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like okay, okay, people have died. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't just be like, whoopsie. Uh, you know, so I do, there is a little part of me that's like, well, maybe they do fucking have to keep doing this at this point because it is the only option. What's the, yeah. (laughs) What's the alternative? (laughs) You're like, but Hunter's laptop. Yes. I think maybe the alternative is you all turn on Trump at once. Right. Yeah. And you go. Sorry, we were just we were just trying to trick him to get him in the trap. We were just trying to get him in the trap the whole time, no, the whole time. Promise we were we were just it was just a big ruse. It was just a big seven year ruse. Yeah, yeah. I just want him uh, in handcuffs <laughs> just for the poetry of it. Because I remember the lock her up is such a oh yeah such a chant, yeah. I mean, you know? even a mugshot's going to be satisfying. Uh, yeah, true. You know, even yeah. if they don't actually cuff him, but they they get a mugshot. Yeah. If we get the chance to see him without makeup, <laughs> it's gonna be worth it. Mm. It's gonna be worth it just to just to share. I'm like, you know those 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 uh, Twitter accounts where it's like the same photo of Kevin Bacon yeah. every day, yeah, Dan, like Danzig. There's one of Danzig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna start one that'll be like uh, a Trump's Trump mugshot shot every day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I want it sent to my phone. I'm gonna like alerts to it. Yeah, yeah. Every day at noon, you get that. <laughs> yeah, get that lunchtime boost of confidence seeing Trump without makeup. Uh, Man, yeah. And if you think that guy doesn't wear makeup, boy, oh boy. Um, he does come with his own orange jumpsuit, though. He won't even have to wear one. He just yeah. Look, when you're naked. when you're when your cheeks and your ears. <laughs> are two very very different shades that's not natural and it doesn't come from tanning either because i don't know what you're putting over are you tanning with ear with headphones on with over yes, the ear headphones it. on it's always wearing headphones how did it cover your neck too it's always listening to fox yeah. news how did it also cover your neck and under your chin he's bad at putting makeup on is what i'm saying yes, yeah. blend motherfucker blend <laughs> with a mac counter like, help watch you with that fucking watch watch a season of queer eye do yourself totally. a favor if you're gonna Just wear makeup learn how to do it right millions of tutorials right? on youtube uh one of my favorite things is did you ever see that uh, documentary that came out a few years back called the swamp no uh, well they followed around matt gates for a while and uh <laughs> and one of my favorite things was the shot of him uh putting on all his makeup before he uh just very and credit where credit's due matt gates in front of cameras just very unabashedly i'm about put to go on. on i'm about to go on camera and so you got to put on some yeah. some uh foundation and and, and doing the whole thing to. and uh boy oh boy if it's not the same motherfucker who's gonna probably try and ban drag shows <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah like uh. Are you allowed to wear makeup, Matt? Come on now. <laughs> still, you're you're, still a, makeup. you're a, a, what is it? You're um, presenting too feminine. <laughs> that's one of the things yeah. in the rules, right? Is uh, if you present too feminine, is if you're born male. 
These dumb motherfuckers. Stop makeup. They're all going to have shiny faces on TV. It's going to be great. Look, like either own it or don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're going to be in a documentary where you're like, yeah, I go on camera a lot, so I put on makeup. Then <laughs> You know what I mean? Then own yeah. it. Also, don't. Ugh. I don't know, man. I'm so excited. Trump constantly <laughs> looks like he has raccoon eyes from how bad he is at putting on his makeup. Yeah. <laughs> like he stops. He He's so lazy about it. Like he puts makeup on like he's putting on a clown mask. <laughs> like Absolutely. skip the eyes, yeah. skip the ears, like skip under be the chin. Some silly sunglasses to cover up the rest of it. Seriously. It basically looks like the scene in the office where Dwight cuts the face off of the, <laughs> the dummy and puts it on. Yeah. It's like that, but with makeup. <laughs> It's so bad. That's Trump's makeup tips. Yeah. Um, and last thing we'll touch on is the very much ceremonial, I guess, uh, arrest warrant issued for Vladimir Putin by the International uh, yeah. Criminal Court. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing to have out there in that it shows that there are, um, you know, large organizations. You know, while they may not have a. a they 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 don't have arresting capabilities. They don't. Yeah. They're not. We don't even uh, uh, acknowledge. Like, yeah. if the International Criminal Courts issued a warrant for Donald Trump, the United States wouldn't recognize it. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Although right now Biden would be like, get that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but in theory, the, the United States like we're we're it's so we're not that different in that you know it's not like it's yeah. just Moscow being like fuck you. Um. But it, at this on the same token it is still very much an organization that watches over um potential war crimes coming out and saying that oh, yeah, yeah this dude is committing war crimes yeah. um consistently and what they're yeah, alleging good- is that they are taking ukrainian children mm-hmm. and taking them to russia and uh basically giving them into forced adoptions and mm-hmm. uh, military training yeah like they're they're stealing Absolutely. these kids from Ukraine and and trying to turn them into Russian soldiers and uh, that is crimes against humanity. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think you know. The, the, they said that they're. That I saw they they stopped short of using genocide, but they said don't be surprised if you see like a genocide, um, whatever charge come down eventually. Look, these are all the things the base like blueprints for genocide. These yeah. are all the things that happen as you work towards genocide so the idea that that's what putin is working towards is absolutely plausible yeah you know and 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 at this point it it seems to be what his actual goal is yeah is to take ukraine by completely wiping out its people oh yeah and and whatever's left make them your soldiers and your you know and it's it's disgusting it's this is some shit that should not be happening in 2023 no yeah it's like comic book super villain shit this is world war ii this is like nazi germany adolf hitler attempt you know mussolini stalin shit yeah it really he's is going out hard, full villain. Yeah, uh, for real. He's going full Mussolini. So it, it is you good, never like, go full Mussolini. Never go full Mussolini. <laughs> it does like it's all PR, but it does like kind of make it awkward for other countries. It's like, oh, you're still gonna you're still gonna business with this fucking war criminal. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. definitely makes it tough for. Oh, so I just read that like China is already like uh, President Xi is like kind of pissed off at Putin because Putin is like leaning into their friendship more than G wants to like yeah like cuz he needs he yeah. he's like look uh, he's still fine with me right <laughs> yeah. we're still buddies yeah like they just talked about having a meeting and then like next thing they know like Putin was announced was like yeah I'm going over there we're going to yep. have a meeting yeah yep. me and my and best like, friend Fuck, you're telling everybody <laughs> don't tell it's anybody just Putin skipping down the hallway with the, oh you're my best friend <laughs> yeah knocking on China's door yeah you ooh this? <laughs> you make a million honey <laughs> yeah ay 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 um it's also uh terrifying though you know? yeah no it's super fucking scary because uh i mean we obviously know that there's only uh so much more escalation before um yeah i mean they're knocking down our drones already yeah <laughs> yeah before there's all-out war and when you have all-out war with with someone as unstable as vladimir putin oh, yeah. with nuclear rather, capabilities yeah, exactly he'd rather gotten flames than absolutely lose. yes that's and that's the problem with a, a stalin a mussolini a, a hitler mm-hmm. is that they they 
they are willing to burn the whole motherfucking thing down with them. Yeah. Donald Trump is the same fucking way, if we're being honest. Yeah. He's willing to let the whole fucking country burn in order to gain his own freedom. 100%. And that's essentially what he's trying to do with this tweet calling for protest this week. Yeah. Is another January 6th where he's like, I will, if you don't do what I want, I will burn this whole fucking place to the ground. Yeah. Yikes. We can't let it happen. <laughs> no. Can't let it happen. No. But hopefully, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I think the gravy seals are only so strong. The <laughs> meal team six, as they, as they were called. Yeah. There's been a lot of clever names. Uh, you know, as, as as a heavy boy, I'm I, I recognize it as funny, but I'm also like, let's try something different. Yeah. <laughs> how about something about how they're hillbillies? <laughs> but uh, you know, I I feel that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, there's a lot of those crazy rednecks with a lot of guns, um, mm-hmm. but they're not the United States military. No. Um, so you know, I feel like, I feel like if there was an uprising, um, it would be hopefully quickly snuffed out. Oh, absolutely, will be. And you know, and and that's why I'm surprised. That being like- said, I, I, and I want to clarify, having said that, that is not me saying that it's fine if they if they uprise and try yeah. and murder people because no. it won't last very long because they're not as strong as the military. I do not want that oh, at no. all. I'm saying that they could still be. If there is something to look at, is is that uh, you know this this will hopefully if it does happen, if it does come to that, it will be something that is. Um, easily uh squashed out yeah, yeah. E- easily yeah. Uh, done Which it, it feels like done it will with. be that's why it's weird that he would be leaning towards like rival people up again because if it happens again if it just happens like mildly like there's another like shitty resurrection that gets yeah. like brought down in half a day's time like how how does he like bounce back from another one? Well, know? that's the thing is that Trump is so disillusioned. His you know his malignant narcissism is so deep that he in his mind he believes that there's ninety million people in this country that are going to come break him out of jail. Yeah, you know, and when only two hundred show up, you know, he's gonna claim it was ninety million and yeah. that they just couldn't get through because George Soros funded the U.S. military. Maybe coming back to Tulsa was good for him. Maybe he was reminded like, oh. Yeah, sometimes only a few hundred people show up. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like that person said, at least he gets to see the BOK Center with a crowd. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was a good reflective moment for him. Damn. It's too bad he didn't get to see a a more fun wrestling show right before he potentially goes to jail. (laughs) (laughs) He would have much rather been on Monday Night Raw. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Well, uh, did you have an album recommendation this week? An album recommendation? I have been listening to... um, Lots of parquet courts, and uh, there's a, one of the main songwriters in parquet courts is A Savage. He's got a solo album out that's a few years old now, and man, I've been playing that on repeat. It's just uh, nice, good, just kind of punky rock music. Lots of melodies and just cool little okay. Uh, a little dash of kind of little westerny. I mean, it's you this said parquet courts. Parquet courts is the original band, like the band. They're great too, yeah. and then A Savage. Oh, okay, is the solo got guy. it, got it, yeah. got it. Parquet Courts, I like that. It's a yeah. basketball reference. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. I'm going old with mine. Uh, Becky and I just secured tickets to. Uh, I'm. Oh, excuse me. I'm checking off one of my uh, bucket list concerts this summer, and I'm going to see The Cure. Fuck yeah, that's great. I'm going to see The Cure. My daughter's going. Kennedy's going to see it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, wh- where is she going? Dallas. Dallas. We're yeah. going the same. Nice. Uh, we're going to the same show. We'll look out for. It. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, I'm so 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 excited for that. Um, the Cure has been one of my favorite bands for my entire life, pretty Hell much, yeah. and. Uh, Never gotten to see him live. Uh, I'm 41 years old. I'm finally getting to see The Cure. I feel like a little kid. Yeah. I'm that excited no, about it. That's great. Um, so, so my recommendation, if I was going to pick out a Cure album, I'm going to go a little bit more obscure, not one of the more famous ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going Head on the Door. The Head on that's the Door is such a such a good album. Yeah. Um, it has one song in particular that kind of got uh, a resurgence of popularity um, when the new It came out. Uh, six different ways. Oh, yeah. uh, they used that song in the in that movie, and it kind of you know had a little bit of resurgence of popularity because it was just used really really well in that movie. It was a cool scene. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the head on the door is such a such a good a album. Um. God, there's so many though. Uh, pornography. Oh, yeah. oh man, all those early albums like they went on a solid run for like two decades. <laughs> it was oh yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, even up to like wild mood swings and 
Blood yeah. Flowers. Yeah. So good. Can't wait. So, yeah, yeah go listen awesome to some dude. old Cure. Any of them. Also, Pick one. like Robert Smith, just full, chubby, old white dude now. It's great. Love it. Love it. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. care. Still, still it, spiking baby. that hair up. Uh, still. He's just like, also, like, Morrissey's out here just being a piece of shit, and Robert Smith is just, it's just like, still like, I'm going to show you every day why I'm better. I'm going to yeah. show you every day why yeah, I win. Every single day. Every day why Morrissey sucks and I rule. Yeah, because yeah, I'm going to make Ticketmaster give everybody some of their money back because I'm fucking cool. Yeah. Not like Morrissey. He's like doing victory laps around Morrissey. Yeah, Morrissey's not making Ticketmaster give people money back. <laughs> you can barely go to a concert. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Exactly. We're still waiting to see if we're getting five bucks or ten bucks, but we're getting a partial <laughs> refund. Nice. But yeah, we're going to see The Cure, so very excited. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, keep aware, keep alert, keep watching everything, and uh, boy, oh boy... Um, Fingers crossed you won't yeah, need to, but it's gonna be a week. If you're out there this week and if you're if you're in New York or any of the surrounding areas, be be aware. Be yeah. be safe. Uh hopefully it won't come to anything, but goddamn if they're not trying. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we'll see you next week. Maximum News is a production of OLA Ministries. All original music written, performed, and recorded by Kintz.